0: Explain to me why Mad Max got a six out of ten.
1: <laughs> because it it was just another repetitive sandbox game in a in a season where that's not good enough. Did people like ask you sushi. about the title of the um? Why are you bringing up Sushi Land? <laughs> Nobody asked me about the title. Okay. of the episode. That's, that's disappointing, actually. Because yeah, I, was I was hoping kinda sad. to <laughs> get some get some like negative opinions. I really like yeah. a. Uh comment I got on my recent act of aggression review that it started by saying, you know, thinking a game is complicated is a very subjective opinion. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. So am I supposed to feel bad? Well, like guilty as charged, I guess. Yeah, feel like shit, George, for, no.
0: for oh. <laughs> logical fallacies. No. Speaking of which, night. I, which I, I don't uh I don't follow total biscuit. Very closely, but I did watch his video about uh, Mad Max reviews lately. It was lately, like forty minutes a, long. I, I did. I, I like. I watched it as a podcast because in those videos he usually just puts uh, like a, a static, like unbroken gameplay clip. Right. As far as I know, so I just like put it on my phone and like watched it on the way to work today. And by watched I mean listen to it.
1: And uh, it was good. It was a good thing. I liked that video. So I sort of tuned out and went to play Metal Gear after the first like eight minutes or so, okay but, but from what from what I remember, it just kind of sounded like a, a fairly usual common sense s k reviews or subjective opinions deal mm. yeah. with
0: that I mean like so to s- like yes, but uh it does bring up some things that's like it's common sense, but here let me remind you that like here are some giant disconnects between reviewers and just like the average gamer yeah. that you may not have thought of in the past year or so like it's good to remind you that like like reviewers whether they buy their games or get their games for free still game for a job mm-hmm. you know and, and so that's like a different there's like a difference of how you experience the game because you know you experience it as a work thing like i am reviewing this game i am like looking into this game as a reviewer yeah people like,
2: rush through the game
0: sometimes when they're on a some, time sometimes scale. and even even if they don't rush through the game they're still like looking at it from a very like business you know perspective and, and, and
2: so i the, thought
1: that was interesting to just hear that like the, kind of spelled out the sheer volume of of the games that you're playing can really affect what you do and do not enjoy compared oh, yeah, to others, definitely. which I think is the case in Mad Max. Like, even if they got, like, traditional by-the-numbers 2010s sandbox game design down to a T, a reviewer will have experienced so much of that that it'll just kind of seem like a more more polished Big Mac or something, like something mass-produced and easily digested, but but completely and utterly normal. Yeah, after I I don't really know much about Mad Max and I
0: haven't read many, many of the reviews, but that video kind of clued me in that it's like it's it's that again game where it's like there's nothing really wrong with it, but it's not really like like why would you get Mad Max over say, you know, Metal Gear some Solid. Arkham games, yeah, some Arkham games or like obviously Metal Gear Solid, but like like games that play almost exactly the same, like Arkham games or uh-huh. Shadow of Mordor or whatever. Like games that use similar systems, but are just like a different aesthetic choice, I guess. Like even Metal Gear is getting like that. Yeah, but like, I, I mean, I guess I can't speak upon Metal Gear because I never played any of them. But like, f- Five doesn't fall into the same combat systems or the same. Type of open world or whatever. Like from what I hear, there's a lot of very interesting quirks to it.
1: It, it has interesting quirks, but my biggest uh, criticism so far is how how very closely borderline Ubisoft-ish the, uh, the, the the transition to an open world Metal Gear is handled. Oh, a lot mm. of junk food. There's a lot of junk food in there. They're called mm. side ups in this one, and uh, they are. <sighs> Ooh, I hate to I say just wanna, this about Metal Gear, but they're garbage. I just want to say, uh,
0: somebody retweeted recently that somebody said, if you want this Metal Gear to feel <laughs> like the last Metal Gears, do not tr- grind for S-Ranks on every side op.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't get ranked for the side-ops. The side-ops is where I decide to screw myself around, but I I am trying for those S-Ranks in the main missions. Not all the time, though, but that's what I actually enjoy in this one. Like, the stealth mechanics Mm. are so goddamn solid that it feels Mm. really, really good, sneaking. good. Like, seriously, one of the best, but there are these things in there called side-ops that are basically the little throwaway open-world side-quests, and compared to the main story missions, they are just... Abysmal most of the time. There are a few of them that have some more thought put into them, but there are most of them are literally just let's throw four or five guides in the middle of a desert for no reason whatsoever, and ask the player to 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 take them out somehow for no reason whatsoever. You get a little oh, money, a little sliver on all of your meters that you're managing in the background of everything, but it's just uh, so much less purposeful than than. The every single little element you would see in all the other games in this series. That's, okay,
0: that's fair. Um, I guess without getting into Metal Gear too much because I know a lot of people are probably still playing it because it's a very long game uh, and I wouldn't want to bring up more spoilers and stuff like mm-hmm. last week. Um, I just want, I'm curious because this has been a, a big talking point for a lot of people. Do you have any thoughts on Quiet... As a character, or is that just like kind of a non-issue to you?
1: I don't know. I mean, I think she's fine, but I'm only saying that because I'm comparing to how like characters and and stuff work in other Metal Gear games. Like they they it's such a grab bag of good and bad examples of stereotypical Mm. action hero or video game hero characters that you find in this series. Mm-hmm. Which is kinda why I like Metal Gear Solid 3 a lot. Like like you'll have like half naked anime girls running around in this series all the time. But in Metal Gear Solid 3 it's uh they're they're actually written purposefully in a way that doesn't come up with really like contrived sci-fi excuses for it, which this one ended up doing. Yeah, that's what I heard about it.
0: I I don't know the details, but I know that people are generally saying that the reason why Quiet is is so declothed. Is pretty like
1: it's like a stretch at best but I still like have to wonder how great of an offense that is compared to like I don't know a lot of a lot of other silly bullshit that video games get up to seems
0: oh yeah I mean totally I am just it's it's it, sort of the talking point so I wanted to hear your thoughts and your image she ever
2: never offer clothes <laughs>
1: Well, there are there I think that's a that to it's, start with. But Well, that
2: line, see, that line has already been crossed with women always taking off their clothes in the Witcher series. All types of, yeah, you like, know, like, like everyone does it Like, and people praise those games. So I don't get what's the point with I'm, Metal I'm Gear. I'm not exactly
1: shocked I mean, at this point. It's actually way. I mean, oh, sorry. I, I take off my clothes
0: like pretty much two or three times a day. Mm-hmm. Right, I don't so, see really. I mean, do uh, you don't look? Third time? Do you look
2: inside the mirror? Do you look at yourself as well? Okay, maybe not. Maybe I don't do that. <laughs> well, but I, I, I mean, I could understand I'm just, one. I'm just being facetious,
1: not to not to
0: downplay this. Two anything, is kind of stretching it, but three is
1: like, woo, You're up to. You're, you're, well, okay, you're up so to I wake good up, over there. I
0: wake up and I change out of my bed clothing into my normal clothing, and then I get home and I shower, so I have to change out of my my normal clothing to shower attire, which is no clothes. <laughs> And then after the shower, I change into another set of clothing. And then when I go to bed, I change into another set I'm just saying. I'm just... A lot of clothing going on here, so...
2: Mm-hmm. It's not wrong I'm, with I, the naked again, body.
0: I, I'm just, I'm just yeah. kind of being a dick. I'm not, it, right. I'm not actually sliding anybody who who holds this argument it, it, important. Is,
2: is this I think it joke, is
1: a conversation to be had, but
2: yeah. Is, is the joke that um, she's just a quiet pair of boobs? Is that is that mm. a joke?
1: It's not even a joke, because that's exactly...
2: Yeah, that's, that's what I hear. Yeah. The
0: only thing that I've heard about this character is that she doesn't wear very many clothes, and she mumbles a lot, or hums a lot, or something. Mm-hmm. She hums. Does she hum a lot. She doesn't she talk. Hums.
1: She hums. Mm. But no, like there's still some kind of interesting thing going on there. Like I don't know if I'm there yet, but there, there, I have I have gotten to the like horribly like awful, incredibly dumb Japanese. Video game anime quality excuse behind why she has no clothes, but I have not found out why she can't talk. Mm. Although there's a pretty pretty good hint that I know why it is, and it is a little bit interesting, but also kind of like folds into another problem I'm having so far with the story in general, and that's I don't I don't even know if I want to say two words on it because it might kind of spoilers, but it's definitely not really really doing it f- for me as well as the other games. I mean, it's still like one of the better ones this year, but so far I'm still thinking Witcher 3 managed to hit all the notes I'm
2: looking for better than, <clears throat> than this one. Yeah. Mm. Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. Solid. Oh, yeah. I, I, I can't wait to play it and actually be able to talk about it, because everyone's just mm. playing it. Everyone's like in their basement. Everyone. just like Just playing it, not even eating, sleeping ping inside of Fanta Cans and stuff. Yeah, I wanna be I wanna be that guy.
0: You know, I just I'm just gonna like jut in for just a second to bring up a have you ever tried to actually do that? Like Mm. like just like pee in a bottle or a can it's not what the fuck Jimmy no a, i'm just saying like if you like it's kind of stuck hard. in traffic or like yeah it's not like the wait, easiest thing even to know do wait it's hard
2: um i i'm asking I'm, because i've
0: tried it before i'm just saying you like, know
2: it's you you have to have a bottle that is large enough yeah, to actually you know fit in you know <laughs> the thing I, I i can do math okay obviously a yeah. bottle is quite small i have seen my own penis before so I can tell and it's just too big for a regular bottle. Yeah, I need a man's <laughs> bottle. You know, I need a, I need to carve uh, the top of the of a beer can open. In, you in, know? in what I mean, situation
1: are you? Are you? I, I guess if you're on a road trip or something. But even clearly, then, that's not.
0: Clearly, you've never been stuck in LA traffic before.
1: Didn't you just get to go in the bushes or something? I don't know. I don't want...
2: What bushes. bushes are there on
0: a freeway, George? let's <laughs> go in a
2: gas station. Listen, just open up the window, zip down your pants, oh, and throw it no. out the window and okay. just let it ride out. I Just, I just,
0: just pee on I the just car, car bring, in front of I just, you. I just, yes. I just wanted to bring that. Okay, anyway, moving on. Um, so I, I, I'm i looking at George's talking points, and I don't want to downplay you, George, but um, one of your talking points for your, your stuff is the act of aggression, which mm. is a review that you put up today. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to rob you of that, Mm -hmm. but, I mean, you did a
1: review of it, and I kind of want to hear what
0: Matt's been playing.
1: What what have you been playing, Matt? I'm so offended, (laughs) by the way.
2: (laughs) Oh, 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 well, uh, I I, I don't think I have anything cool to share. Uh, I played a little bit of uh, World of Warships, which is like a a little online game. Mm. I've played a little bit more of Destiny. And um man, uh, I think I'm boring this week. I, think I love I'm, I love how
1: you're getting into the destiny hole.
2: Yeah, yeah, I am. I am. Because the loots, <laughs> man, man, the man, loots. No, I know Matt. I know, I know. What what have I I feel like i played something else and I don't know what it is. I feel. I don't know, but I'm looking.
0: looking at screenshots of this World of Warships, and if you just Google image it, it looks like
2: the same ship in 47 different angles all the <laughs> way down the page. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's one of those. Ga- I, I I dived in because um a friend w- um wanted to, wanted me to join in on the stream, and it's basically World of War tanks but ships, right? And Great. That's pretty much. That's pretty much it. It's cool. I mean, like here's just... here's the thing.
0: I have I have no issue with that. Like. If this came out when I was probably mid-high school age, <laughs> I would probably be all over this shit. What are you trying to say about Matt
1: then, huh?
0: <laughs> hey, no, hey, no, I was well, just like testing okay. this out. You know, what yeah, I'm saying. yeah. Matt's testing mm-hmm, the waters, mm-hmm. so to speak. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the yeah, waters.
2: Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: No, but but um, seriously though, like, like I got into a bunch of games. Like, like okay, uh, PS2 and Xbox era. There was a game on the original Xbox that came out called Blood Wake. I don't know if you guys know it. Blood yes, work. I did.
2: Yeah, I played Blood. through it. The last level was extremely hard. I remember that. Yes, yeah. it's fucking hard. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's a cool, like, like speedboat yeah. tank battle game. Super cartoony. And it, it, it's like Battle Tanks, if you guys ever played that series, but it's, like, all boats. And it was fun as heck. And I've always wished for, like, a more good game <laughs> that was like that. Because <laughs> it wasn't the best game ship game like it was like the only one and so it was okay but like I, if this came out during my high school years I probably would have been all over it Um well I mean if it's, if
1: it's anything
2: yeah. like World of Tanks then it's probably yeah, not really like arcade, realistic bullet drop stuff but I also been playing Trine 3 that's what I've been playing
1: Oh, Trine 3 I
0: have never played any of the Trines but I Ooh. hear good things yeah
1: you would probably like them they're
2: um Co-op. They're like side-scroller, yeah. yeah. puzzle-solving. So it's a three-player co-op uh, side-stroller. This one, uh, in part three, it gives it some more depth now. Um, the <laughs> camera switches. It's, it, it has, uh, you can go in the background and in the foreground now. It's not just like one plane um, Oh, yeah. kind
0: of like the uh, modern Donkey Kongs do. Yeah, I don't know if you know yeah, but yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, okay. Kind of like that. Um, and uh, it's a little bit wonky, but it's actually pretty cool. Like it's it's like very loose feeling. The jumping, the combat, it's all like really like super loose and physics mm. based. Um, so um, it's uh, you know like you you, to, you have the 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 wizard that creates the boxes. You have mm-hmm. the, um, the warrior that has the shield and can reflect projectiles, uh, mm-hmm. and you have like the um, the woman who has the bow. The The, woman with the bow, the the thief who can like climb, can attach ropes to 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 different objects and stuff like that, and shoot a bow. And all of that plays into um, you know working through puzzles and stuff like that. It's pretty fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, Two or more is like a solid a solid amount. Like doing it by yourself might be kind of lonely, and you will be Mm. missing the point of the game. I think if you do yeah, it that I've way. Yeah, I've tried the trines a
1: lot, and the problem is is oftentimes having to gather up people around a fancy enough computer for it. Because, I mean, you can gather people around like a 2D pixel art game, like like Duck Game or Nidhogg, pretty easily, but but trine yeah. requires a little more demanding machine, and I don't have uh, three controllers for a lot of the games that... The, this for a lot of the platforms that this game's on, but when I have given it a try, it's been, like, great fun. Yeah.
2: Great, great mm. fun. It, it does it, uh when you're on separate computers, it doesn't, you know, you don't hog one screen, so it splits apart, which is which is good. Oh,
1: and that's another problem that yeah. I think I remember that having. That's why I couldn't problem. play Magica. Matt, yeah. Ma- you guys remember Magica? Yeah. I, I
0: really, really always wanted to love that game for more than just being, like, a... Like fuck over your friends game, yeah. you know. But it kind of that's works. kind of all it amounted to. Yeah, it, it's like I, I I loved the concept. I always had a f- had fun with it, but my fun was always had from like, oh god damn it! You shot the rock and killed everybody again, and then they like res everybody. And like actual progression, in the story was not fun in that game for for a reason. It was very difficult to Banana? play that game, <laughs> huh?
2: No, it's just the weird the weird voice acting. Like banana. The
0: the weird voice acting, I think, was completely intentional. I think they were very self-aware on that. I like the game a lot.
1: The the problem I had with it was I tried to play it in a room full of friends, and you cannot Mm. really do that efficiently because you have to share the same screen. Yeah, I could see that. And we. it, It also. Really didn't know how to how to implement a good controller setup process. Like some people with the Xbox controller had a way different configuration than the people with the Logitech controllers, and it took mm. like an hour to go into the option screen and, and look at the eighty different options you have set up for that.
2: Oh, and yeah, and, I and see that. Th-
1: there there's some efficient ways out of it, but I was just trying to play the game completely out of its element and ended up losing out for it.
2: Mm. Yeah. Well yeah. Well trying three looks good. Plays good. Uh, oh, that's glitchy. another thing that yeah. Those good. games look so good too. They, oh, they, it's really good in three. All three, like, three of them beautiful. are beautiful. Like, Freaking mm-hmm. beautiful! I was like, wow, this is this is pretty tight. I, I'm pretty sure they're not. Are they considered indie? Right? They they haven't got trying some big pups in. at least one and two was indie. Yeah, but uh, yeah, More, I guess. So maybe probably a small team. I don't know, but it looks good and they did a good job on it. I, I would say. I think it's pretty, pretty short. So, yeah, you might want to do a how long to beat uh, before you <laughs> purchase something like that. You know, it's good with cool. friends.
1: And it's also that, that gathering your friends up for like eight hours can be just as hard as gathering your friends up in the first place. Yeah. So Sometimes that actually works for the better when when you're dealing with the co-op campaign.
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: what was that? Yeah.
2: What was that cough in the back? It was nothing. Just, it was just a person coughing, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, oh. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Oh, it was on your side. Oh, okay. Wait, uh, was it? Hear, if you if you hear like thunder in the background, that's that's me, guys. This this lane, you know. It's there's a Dude, war going so weird. on outside. It w- <laughs>
0: A a
2: world of warships going on. Oh, um, just that was, just yeah, it was stre- super a little weird. bit stretched. Stretch, uh. Oh, stretch.
0: no. Yeah, yeah. No. T- granted. Yeah. Um, yesterday at like s- like six p.m. or something, it was ninety degrees in L.A. and also it was raining at the office. Oh, so that was the thing. Oh, ninety degree no. rain. Oh, that yeah. is nasty. It was like Florida ass weather over <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, that's definitely
2: Florida. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. You like go outside because you have to go home And it's just It's just mucky
0: Yeah it was like hot in the office and I was like Oh it's raining I'm gonna go outside And yeah. It's like it's Like I to thought you. it was gonna be all nice and like pleasant And it was like shitty fucking hot rain Anyway When you go outside you um, feel like you
2: need to take a bath right away Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I like I did my best to like enjoy The fact that it was water But it just really wasn't working out for me it's it's um,
1: su- super neato that rain is water, though.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it was pretty
1: cool. It's, it's I mean, like science. Good and that shit, it's I guess. it's not like rocks or something.
0: Yeah, no, that'd suck. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I've been playing Terraria. I, oh. I was
1: waiting for it.
0: <laughs> Did, oh, Did I, I mentioned it last week, right? H- how many hours of Terraria? Too many hours of Terraria. Um, not all of them have been me playing. Some of them it has been. Uh, Just like server hosting Mm -hmm. because like uh, we don't have a dedicated server. So it's like when several people are available, we'll like someone will host the map and then everybody will play. Uh, It's usually me hosting because I have pretty decent Internet at my house. But um, yeah, I guess like clocked on my Steam account, it will say something like 40 or 50 hours in the last week. Ooh, Um, I'd say at least 15 of that was just hosting but, uh, that still leaves about... That's what you tell yourself? That still leaves about 25 to 35 hours of Terraria played. <laughs> um, god damn, it's such a good game. Like, I want to make a video on it, but I find it so hard to talk about it, because I, I, like, I don't know what to say that hasn't been already said a million times, but, it's like, I just don't find Minecraft, like, fucking, uh, like, I don't find it compelling at all. Like, I'll jump into Minecraft, and I'll, like, make my stupid shitty 3x3 house with a bed in it, and I'll be in there, and it'll be raining or something, and I'll be starving to death, and it's like,
2: this isn't fun. You don't want to mod yeah. it to hell, and then Mm-mm. don't play it well, okay. after you spent the whole day modding everything in Minecraft? You don't want that? To, that
0: Yeah, you know? that is exactly 100% something i do. If I ever got into mods, i just mod the fuck out of it, and then immediately not play it, but... With Terraria, it's like the whole game is just like driving you through playing more of the game. And I really like that about it. Everything is like, hey, remember that thing you just got like like t- uh, 15 minutes ago and you really liked it? Here's a slightly better thing. And you're like, oh, I want that. And you get that and you're like, I wonder what other better things there are. And it's like it tempts you to like dig deeper and like travel farther and build bigger. And I don't know. It's really interesting. I've just been sort of caught up in it. Um, also been having some deja vu because apparently in the, the like the recent versions of Terraria there is an angler uh, NPC and all he does is give you fishing quests and I'm like, fuck it's that shitty couple weeks of World of Warcraft that I played <laughs> a month ago all over again. Fishing fruitlessly fishing for no reason for hours on end. But yeah, that's my life now. It's fun. I'm enjoying myself a lot.
1: Is, is the fishing any different in Terraria than... Oh, no. It's, it, it's, like, identical.
0: The only pro, Well, it's identical except for you have bait, and so you have to, like, farm up bait, and bait is very inconsistent to get, so that's the worst part. But, like, aside from that, aside from the fishing stuff, Terraria has been, like, a lot of fun. The improvements over the last time I played it, which was over a year ago, are, like, massive. It's, it's such a good game now. Um, they tweaked all the like terrible stuff that used to make it such a pain to play and now it's just great and I
1: love it. Great yeah you uh, I was I was thinking about how you could like do a video on it and one is is something I've noticed is really important for games with procedural generation and that is how to make a good compelling procedural generated world as opposed to a, a, sh- a shitty one. well there, yeah. there's like a weird kind of analog with level design with with procedural level design. Yeah, there is and that would that'd would be interesting to get into like like how the um resources to to get at the bottom of a cave will be layered so that you encounter them in a specific more interesting order.
0: Yeah. I mean, like even stuff like uh just in general, if you're playing Minecraft and you're trying to go spelunking, I guess is the proper word. Mhm. Uh, you're trying to go like dive into caves and find cool shit. Like in Minecraft, it's mostly from digging stuff out of the walls. And if you find a naturally formed cave, you're kind of just like you like. There's so there's six different directions to move out of that cave because it's 3D. You know, you go up, down, left, right, forward, back, and so there's so many possibilities of where the next natural cave is. And like enemy spawns are much more dangerous in Minecraft you know at least like from a base level like they're at the start of the game they're much more dangerous and so like spelunking is a dangerous thing it's usually not beneficial you usually die um until you get properly set up and so it's kind of this weird slow start whereas like terraria like when you are in a, a naturally formed cave if you have your your torch up or whatever like It doesn't just torch and light up and stop at the blocks next to you it like goes a few blocks into the wall so you can see like oh shit like three blocks this way there's actually another opening like I wonder like maybe I'll go that way and so it gives you a lot of like natural direction to like you know like oh like it leads your curiosity in places and I find that like it does
1: that in several aspects of the game it's very interesting that it
0: just kind of like works that way you know
1: I, I first noticed this when I played Sir, you are being hunted, mm. which just kind of made these big gray blobs that had the same featureless consistency across all of them. Right, but they were procedurally generated, and you could kind of tell because they were shit.
0: Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I, I think I remember watching your video, and you you mentioned something about like you sail off on your boat from one <laughs> island to the next, but you end up in like a uh, pond uh, yeah, in a the small, middle of the a island. Small
1: pond. With yeah. with completely surrounded by land yeah. is is your spawn point when setting yeah. sail from another island off to the sea. Yeah, that's, As in- <laughs> that's a little weird. May, may, I mean, your
0: your boat's just a submarine, and you dove through the cavern that leads into that island. Of course, or
1: it's not a glitch and is a feature because it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Some people <laughs> legitimately thought that was. That was what was going on, and I mean, even if it is, it's not a good joke. No, it's a really, Ooh. that's a really stretch of a joke. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, look at, it's, it's like when you're trying to put socks on or something, and instead you suddenly find out that the sock is inside the flesh and the tissue of your foot. Oh. And then someone's just like, hey, I got you. <laughs> what the? Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You. No one's disturbed Anyways. by that. I'm disturbed by that. No, that's no, pretty no, that's normal. It's pretty, that's pretty gross. goosebumpsy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's pretty fucked yeah. up. No, it's <laughs> not gonna it's, lie. It's
1: what ordinary people think about, right? Right? Yeah, yeah. Y- you were wearing your socks all along. <laughs> Anyways, um,
2: it was me. Austin. Speaking
1: speaking of things that are not working right on the inside, <laughs> I uh, sent my Wii U in for repair. Okay. And it was... Was it Bayonetta again that broke it? No, no, it's those uh, broken motion controls. You might have seen this happening when we tried to play Nintendo Land. Mm. Mm-hmm. I I was very encouraged by your comments last week about how you sent it in and it came back a week later because, as it turns out, it was a much more complicated process for me because I uh, somehow am, am unlucky. So... They you, you you give them your serial number when you're registering your product, right? And that's how they check to see if it's under warranty, which would somehow mean that they know when the retailer sells your individual Wii, which mm-hmm. is something that always has kind of weirded me out. But in this case, they could not verify my date of purchase. I I put in my mm. serial number and and was submitting the form on the internet and they said that uh, your serial number does not apply to a Nintendo product covered by warranty, even though the official warranty gives you a year to get free repairs from these things. So I called them up and spent about an hour on the phone for with, with the lady who was able to pull some strings and help me out with it. The thing is, I had to include an invoice with it, and the invoice had to specifically state that it was new. Mm. And my invoice did not. And this is why I think she's pulling strings cuz she knows how ridiculous that rule is cuz uh. not everywhere that you buy a new Wii U is it specifically going to say on the product line that it's a new Wii U D- especially with Nintendo's hardware naming scheme these days because then you would you would have to have an invoice that would say a new new 3DS I guess yeah. if you wanted to repair a 3DS that was um un- fishably questionably under the warranty or not right and all, I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I was just gonna say. In, in that sense,
0: like, good on, good on this customer service rep for, you know, helping you
1: out. Pulling strings are in a stupid yeah. rule. It still took like an hour on the phone to get this over with, but I hope it it would save me a hundred dollars because that's how much it costs to repair a gamepad that's outside of warranty. Yeah. And I don't think you can actually <sighs> buy them. You cannot. Gamepads are not sold separately. You have to go through customer service and replace them for one hundred dollars. So yes, they would the repair and
0: replacement fee are exactly the same.
1: Yeah, they, I might as well replace it in that case and get something with a longer, a little bit longer lifespan. Mm. But um, another interesting thing is that when they see that invoice, they're going to see the Black Friday sales price, which was about a good. $70 less than what it would have been full price. I got it for $250. Mm. I think Wii U's are still hovering around $300, but it was also a bundle that came with 3D World. So they're mm. going to get this invoice that's not going to say that it's new, because I why they don't have to do that? <laughs> Anyways, it's a free country. They can call it whatever they want on their stupid website. right? And it's going to be significantly lower cost than what it would be otherwise. It's basically going to look like I bought it used. Yeah. When I did not. And right. then I'm going to be trying to, you know, cash in my warranty for this. So it's a little bit of a sticky situation.
0: Yeah, that's weird.
1: Yeah. I, I hope it comes back within five days, but. I hope so as well. I also I mean, hope they don't try to charge me after the fact.
2: Oh. Oh. After these messages.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs>
2: the bush. <laughs> the bush. <laughs> Zelda from the very start, I got the heart, it's Mars to play the part. Zelda, Creeping through with an overhead view, cause a man's gotta do what a man's gotta do. So I stay on track, collect the facts, never cut the slack, and I always watch my back for Jack. Zelda, Yeah. Soon I stand, I'm the man with the plan, cause the power's in my head, and the power's in my hands. Zelda. Zelda
1: Jimmy, are you still mad at what? There, there are some people who are not happy and feel like a company needs to get their shit together in regards to MLG Pro Rocket League happening. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's, there's a little, a little bit of a that. minor controversy. So the thing is, on September 3rd, uh, MLG announced that a season of Pro Rocket League gameplay is happening. Mm-hmm. Throughout uh, September, early September and early October, they're going to be hosting pro matches and the thing is is that the information behind this that that you can read and find out is a little a little sketchy you don't really see a lot about winnings and tournaments or whatnot i don't know how these players are getting paid um the teams Mm -hmm. that they are in there are eight of them and they're all invite only which is Mm -hmm. why they made the announcement that pro rocket league was happening on the day they had their first qualifying matches like there was no time or no structure for them to put out an open call for skilled Rocket League players to join they kind of picked them from the pile themselves ahead of time yeah i don't like that at all uh, um and also the other big complaint is that 8 teams is just not enough to to really really sample and develop some 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 high level skills there i mean To be fair, I've watched a grand total of one professional Rocket League
0: match in my life, and that was the most interesting thing that I've ever seen. Like, high-level Rocket League play can be done just between two teams, and you could see everything happen in a single match. Um, But eight teams for an entire tournament, a professional tournament, is not. I'd say, like, you need a 32-team bracket or a 64-team bracket and let people join this, like. You're going to get the best of the best wanting to join anyway. You don't need to pick
1: and choose to make sure your game looks good. They're also calling it a season, and I don't know if this is how it works in eSports, but it is a season that is just over one month long. Mm, I don't know.
0: Uh, I know League does LCS, but I think that's quarterly. So
1: if it's a season, Uh, there will be like four of them in a year, and four months is... uh, like one third of a year. Yeah, yeah. I don't.
2: Uh, people I don't do do seasons. They're all different though, and time different.
0: Yeah, esports covered each game governs, governs its own. Yeah, like specific things.
1: So, I don't know, man. It's it's a little weird. There's a little bit of controversy, but other than that, I mean, it seems kind of cool that that's the idea.
2: I, I, we were we, talking we'll about let's see the numbers. Oh, yeah, go ahead.
1: I There aren't numbers that I could find in the quick little amount of time I had to put together the podcast outline. Maybe there are numbers out there, but they're making them a little hard to find. Mm. So maybe, yeah. I don't know, like don't if know you actually watch the stream and yeah. eight teams of, I guess, four people.
0: Um. Actually, from what I heard on, from the other professional Rocket League, the esports Rocket League stuff that I was watching before, which was independent. Um, Each team had Anywhere from five to seven people I believe Does Rocket League support that? Are you sure? Uh, sub-ins Sub-ins It's 3v3 by default Yeah And you have slots to sub-in people It's like You don't see everybody on a football team On the field at the same time um, Because they have oh, people who will sub-in Oh, I see, I see yeah it's it's like you know if w- whatever person can't make it because it's an independent league so they have to do it all online there's no arena so to speak for it um it has to be all like this is when we set up the online matches which of your team can be here and you know there may be people who are like i'm a better goalie i'm a better offensive player or whatever and so um, so yeah, they, each like, team swap is, people is, out is...
1: strategically yeah, it's exactly. really really neat actually.
0: That's at, at least what I gained uh the knowledge that I gained from watching the match that I watched, which uh, a, a several game match but it was very very interesting to watch. They seemed very very well uh well versed on Rocket League play. It was it was I highly recommend it.
1: I'm looking at the stream right now and it looks like they're doing a 3v3. So I think That that's, is the uh the default yeah, mode. It's yeah, yeah, the, they're not playing chaos. <laughs> yeah, 4v4 is
0: not Strategy kind of goes out the window into four v four. Well,
1: that's that's, that's I it, the numbers. I, I'm, I'm so it's still
0: it's still there, but like less players, you get a much more strategic style of gameplay. Whereas in chaos, you can have somebody sitting in the goal and still have a full three v three going on in the field. You know, so it makes matches last a little too long, or goals. I mean, well, it it depends. It all depends on your goalie skill and stuff. But it's a what I'm saying is 3v3 is like, all right, we can all go in on a full three offensive right now, which is like optimal. Or like, okay, you sit back in the goal, we're not sure, like kind of stuff. It's play like that, as opposed to like, you sit in the goal, everyone's going to go in.
1: Like, that's pretty much 4v4s in a nutshell. I gotcha. This is, this is a little too much, a little too chaotic. <sighs> kind of like, kind of like children trying to play. So I remember it was just kind of like a mass around the ball when I was a kid. Yeah. It was it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's pretty much what unskilled rocket league is. Is I need to touch the ball, and then everybody tries to do that
1: when when everyone is clustering around around a large object and moving in a mass as a kind of blob <laughs> of many uh, coordinated but independent elements. It looks uh, very similar to to watching children play soccer is quite similar to seeing gameplay of
2: Pikmin. <laughs> oh, oh, the segways.
1: Which reminds good me segue. that Pikmin 4 was announced to be in development and very close to completion this week.
2: Ooh, uh, this I is of course being swept under the rug.
1: I don't know, man. It's really, really. I feel like Pikmin 3 came
2: out and I just never heard of it. Like
1: a lot of people say, it's the best one in the series. Wow. They have a demo up on the eShop. I, I played it. It was pretty damn good. Grid. But not enough to, good. To,
2: to to buy with real money. No,
1: Wonderful 101's got to come first.
2: Oh, yes, mm-hmm. yes. I need to well, get that. But yeah, so, Pikmin.
1: <laughs> yeah, Pikmin, Pikmin. Uh, this is from an interview back in July that um, Eurogamer did to uh, Miyamoto and Nintendo followed up with a statement of their own. And I think the reason why they didn't release it now is because Nintendo right around the, the time Iwata died or Iwata, they, they wanted to, I guess, like hold back on a few announcements and rethink their structure a bit. So Mm -hmm. for some, and that's just speculation, pure, pure speculation. But for some reason, this news from July didn't get out until early September. And that news is that Pikmin 4 is in development. Miyamoto says it is very close to completion, that the Pikmin team is always working. And they, uh, yeah, that's, that's the thing.
0: Cool. I I never beat the first one. I liked it quite a lot, but I never beat it. I watch people play. Because I've never beat the first one or played the other two Probably not going to pick this one up.
1: I've I've always wanted to give it a, a fair and honest shot, and three seems like a good enough starting spot because it's yeah. It's, it seems like you could start wherever. Well, it's honestly. also one of those super cool, unique, made for the Wii U, unique to the Wii U games that makes good yeah. heavy use of the gamepad. You kind of right. play it like a real time strategy with a cursor, and you can't do that on a lot of other console games just because the controller's not there for it.
0: Yeah, I to be fair, I did like uh, Halo Wars on three sixty. I thought that was a very good RTS. You
2: might. You were one of the few. Really, <laughs> really good. I've played hours. Really? Owls. It did
0: not review well. It's days. Uh, well, this guys I, Okay. Suck. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I am not a classic RTS fan. I mean, I love my Age of Empires and my Warcraft 3, but I am not a StarCraft micromanager uh, inputs per second kind of player. Uh, and Halo Wars kind of slowed down the RTS gameplay to a more... Layperson RTS player like me, and it felt it felt nice. The, I like R- that a
1: lot. You, you might actually be tapping into something here because the RTS games I like the best are the ones that you can slow down and just kind of enjoy the spectacle with. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's kind of was Halo Wars for me. I never
0: felt like I was getting overwhelmed too much. Like it's difficult to be sure, but I never felt like uh, it was bearing down on me so hard as say, you know, Warcraft Three online play or something. Um, where it would just be like, I'm still fucking building two houses and a guy comes in with a fucking bunch of Frost Wyverns and I'm like, how did you do that already? Explain to me You're micromanaging. He's yeah. just
1: better at the economy. It,
2: it, <laughs> it, got- always, it had that feeling of epic battles as well online. I've played a couple yeah. of uh, co-op games with a friend uh, and we just, it, we had a blast. Win or lose, it was it was challenging. We always will be on the last thread, you know, down to the last man, build a base and come back. You know, it's just one of those things yeah. where it brought mm-hmm. it down to a level, um, you know, to the console, to a console, you know, not, not a PC, you know, so everything's on a controller. It, it, it simplified everything. Mm-hmm. And you can get some really good moments, you know, that, you, and you don't have to learn all this craziness that most people have to learn with StarCraft. Yeah. Yeah, so,
1: yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little sad that, that we draw boundaries for ourselves based on the platform we are on because mm. uh, PS3 and Xbox 360 owners have enjoyed something called Dragon's Dogma for a very long time. But yeah. now now that that wall is going to be broken down and well, I, I will finally be able to play this thing that a lot mm. of people Same. kind of compare up to Dark Souls it's uh, Ooh, okay, yeah, yeah, no, people people liked like, liked to have feuds back in the day between Dragon's
2: Dogma versus Dark Souls. <laughs> I think you, Dark Souls won, right? That feud, because I haven't heard kind, anything kind of Yeah, but, I haven't heard anything.
0: You know how you know how old this game is, Dragon's Dogma? Really? It's fucking oh gosh, is I, really I no think this game one? this game came out when Diablo 3 first dropped. Oh wow. Wow, which dragon? I remember getting Diablo three at midnight. That's
2: not that far away. Two thousand twelve. Yeah, that's eh, what the it's Wikipedia says. Pretty fucking says. old to get a
0: port. Just, I don't know. Just like I'm just three. saying, Dragon's Dogma. Well, I remember it <laughs> being in the store that I was getting my midnight Diablo three, and and its big sell was it had like a de- a demo for like. Resident Evil 6 or some stupid it's probably, shit. It's probably it's probably going it. to
2: get that rock treatment where it's yeah. just like it looks like a 360 oh game. Oh god. Why did you remind <laughs> me of that fucking
1: You
0: remember that, that fucking of Turok, the Rhino? "Quote unquote remaster." Yeah, the triangle no, horns.
2: I, Come on
1: now. Yeah. Good no, memories. The thing is, it's 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 uh, 2012 is still like it's not that old. And and I mean like graphics haven't gotten that much better in the past 3 years. It's uh, they have, uh, and yes, it is. Yeah, uh, well, they it's have. also it's also Dragon's Dogma: Dark Arisen, which is like the enhanced Game of the Year re-release that that they put out a year later. Oh, I'm,
0: I'm s- well, this is coming out next year, so still three years old.
1: Uh, it's also, it's just out a port, in gen- which is fine. <laughs> this is just a port. It's fine. Th- just this a is port like means nothing <sighs> when the game is good in the first place. I'm just
0: saying, this is like a weird, a weird for this to be a big announcement. This is like, like I guess, okay. Fast forward three years from now, and if they're like Bloodborne coming to PC, and everyone's gonna be like, all right, that will probably be a big announcement. Their shit, yeah. Yeah. Fucking three years later, I'm sure we'll have Dark Souls six by then. Like, (laughs) fuck,
1: six. Oh, Jesus. I'm I'm just saying. Remember it's, when, when Metal Gear Rising probably. came out for people? like, I can't play this stuff very often and, and for forever people have been just like rubbing it in my face and now I finally get a chance to to enjoy some video games for once. I mean,
0: granted, I'm happy for everyone getting this. I just don't it doesn't seem like big news to me that a
1: three year old game is getting a PC port. What what about the a a six month old game getting a big expansion dlc are you perhaps talking about the witcher 3's first expansion why yes yes i am the witcher 3 colon the wild hunt colon hearts of stone
0: that's a lot of colons more than i have (laughs) 10 out
2: of 10 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 oh my gosh in the beginning of the trailer it's just all these 10 out of 10s it's amazing yeah, there's Gosh.
1: there's not much to the trailer though. They just say a few words and then show the logo. It's it's more of a teaser, which I think is garbage. But you don't see, you don't like the bondage? It's fucking fine, it's fine. You don't like the bondage going it, on. It's no? just like there's nothing in the trailer. There's bondage. You just dude. have the
2: words to go on. And so. a head, a head, uh, like a, a severed head as well too. There's there's
1: uh, what? Oh oh, I yeah, I remember. I had to think really hard though because it wasn't a very memorable teaser. So okay, the thing is, they're they're putting out the first big expansion for The Witcher three, and and that's like this is a, I, I think I want to say the first time I've really been like excited for DLC since Fallout New Vegas, because um they're they're marketing this as having about ten hours of content, which sounds like it falls in line with those, and it was already a big, super massive sandbox game with actual substantial content behind it, not a lot of um contextless busy work going on, which also reminds me of. Fallout New Vegas, and it's it's a very open-ended, uh, creative, wild world they've they've written in for this universe. There aren't a lot of rules that they have yet to break, which uh, DLC oftentimes can do. It's mm-hmm. it's the kind of situation that's that's good for it, and the kind of situation looks like it might might turn out okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean,
0: I The Witcher Three has been doing good. I have no reason to believe that this isn't going to be a decent expansion.
1: Yeah, and if there's like one game that could have decent expansions, this is it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't played it, so I, I really can't. Uh, stars Align. Input my opinion. On the Witcher that. Three oh, Hearthstone.
2: Yeah, The Witcher Three Hearthstone. <laughs> Hearthstone. Hearts uh, of Stone. Yeah, I'm I'm down for it. Like I I haven't bought yeah. a DLC in a very very long time, guys. So I don't mm-hmm. know if people say, "Oh, it's good." I might, I might, I might have to jump on it. I might have
0: to jump on. it. I'm trying to think what the last DLC I bought was. No, that I
2: that you I mentioned. can't even remember. To be honest, I cannot. Even I mean,
0: remember. like, does does
1: Ultra Street Fighter Four count?
2: No, I that's, think so. That's that's like a upgrade to the game. Like you. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's okay. also how they're like marketing. they're not calling it DLC; they're calling it an expansion. And the thing is, like, DLC doesn't have to be a dirty word. It no, just no, became no, not, one. Of course not. Yeah. yeah. Um.
0: I mean, like, like fucking. Uh, you guys ever played Jamestown? Oh yeah, totally. Their their DLC was great. It's like two dollars, and you get four more ships, which is double the amount of ships you get in the game. That's game. The game's a shoot 'em up for anybody who doesn't know. Uh, but you get four more ships that have really like weird, unique mechanics and uh, and double the amount of challenge missions. and that's like all you need. It's like a simple DLC that adds like the fun post game content and to the game. and
1: where was the extra content
0: well designed? Yes, yes. the See? one of the one of the extra ships you get is my favorite or second favorite ship in the
1: entire lineup. That's what makes the eight. difference. like if it's if it's well made and if it kind of experiments with the thing to add something new, and if it's priced reasonably, there really should be nothing wrong with that. Right, and two dollars is plenty low for a fucking for
0: a bunch of cool ships that make the game that make me play through the entire game again. And it's one of know? the best shmups in the genre to begin with. Yes, Jamestown is a great shmup. I would love for a sequel of some sort or a spiritual sequel of some sort. Kickstarter,
2: <laughs> get on that Jamestown. Just make the game. Don't, you don't need Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Get started. <laughs> have,
1: have
0: you become uh, disillusioned if, at this if, point with with the if Kickstarter? If they make a good Kickstarter, if okay. they make a good one, okay. The only thing I, I saw, did you see the uh, the Darksiders guys put up a Kickstarter
2: the other day? What?
0: Uh, Relic? Uh, no, Battle... Hang
1: on. Let me find the name of it. Battle something. Maybe they spun off a new company or something. Battle Scars. Because they were one of the... Um, Darksiders was one of the THQ casualties. Yes. Sadly.
0: Uh, it is called Battle... Where the fuck is it? It's in this chat, and I cannot find the title. Why did I
1: say Relic? Vigil. Battle Chasers? Oh. Vigil Games for the Darksider developers.
0: I cannot... (sighs) Okay. Um, Darksiders, Kickstarter, Battle... Battle Thing 4. Yeah, it is Battle Chasers. Battle Chasers. Battle Chasers Chasers Night War. Uh, Uh, Classic RPG. I would I would back that except for the ver- the first the first three words are classic JRPG combat and so I'm like well fuck that not playing that game pledge withdrawn yeah. you know you know what kind of bugs me it's it's getting backed anyway I don't
1: have to back it we're we're going down a hole here I just quickly want to say it yeah, really sorry. bugs me <laughs> when kickstarters for a new IP have a colon subtitle in their name like like yeah. bloodstained ritual of night like what's wrong with bloodstained is bloodstained copyrighted. Well, I mean, for that one, it's just, I think uh, that
0: Igarashi was literally like, what is the thing that people know all of my Castlevania games for? <laughs> oh, yeah, Castlevania, something of the something. And so he had to, like, make Bloodstained as, as quote, something of the something as possible. So I think that's why he but did But it's a new tonight. IP. I mean, I... Right, but, like... How better to tie it to Symphony of the Night than by calling it Ritual of the
1: Night? Then that means that the name was all just a, a, a sh- shady marketing ploy. I mean, it's not really Absolutely. shady. It's pretty
2: out in the open. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: I mean, but no, yes, I'm just. Definitely marketing. I'm, I'm just trying to play George's advocate over here.
0: As far as Battle Chaser's Night War goes, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty dumb.
1: <laughs> but to be fair, though, Battle Chaser's Night War sounds like. Video game colon vi- tales of video games. I think, if I'm not mistaken, Battle Chasers is actually a comic. Really? Yeah, so maybe comic the subtitle makes sense.
0: Yeah. Like. Oh, so God. maybe that's what it is. The Night War is like this is the derivative bit from the comic. Also. Holy shit. Okay, never yeah. mind. I was gonna say. Aww. Okay, there's a there's a bit on their Kickstarter that's just this art, and it's and I was like. That guy is literally holding War's sword from Darksiders. That is literally War's sword to 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 the T. And then I look to the left of it, and it's like Kickstarter backer exclusive item, Chaos Eater from Darksiders. And I was like, oh, okay. It's yeah, yes,
1: it is. Yeah, you gotta so apparently, they again, they man. they, yeah. they uh, pulled some strings behind the scenes to let them get away with that. Yeah, well, I mean, Darksiders is fucking dead, so I'm sure so no one's like,
0: don't do that,
1: Red <laughs> Ash. Did, did the colon thing. The indelible legend. It's like Ach. a weird Ooh. subtitle in the first yeah. place. And what a good word to use. Indelible. That's a really relatable word that in everyone indelible. likes. Indelible. What what does that even mean? Uh, of ink or a pen marking marks that cannot be removed. Not able to be forgotten or removed. So instead of Red Ash, the unforgettable legend, they went with indelible.
0: Yeah. Great. Th-
2: this looks That good. kind of
0: implies, legend kind of already implies that that it, that it endures
1: the the legendary okay. legend. I mean, just say the legend. When I grow up and make a video game, I'm gonna call it Dragon Thing Five: Legend of the Legend. <laughs> I hope that the rest of your career
0: after that. Is spent making dragon dragon thing four through one in reverse <laughs> Going order
1: backwards,
0: removing mechanics and making the graphics <laughs> more
1: more Neanderthal. Huh, I yeah, I, I don't want to say it, but I'm intrigued. It's kind of a fun yeah, idea, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. It is because that way you can focus on making your big dumb. Bleh. Uh, get all of your ambitions, your, your your childish idealistic ambitions, out of the way, and then yeah, focus and then on refining things. Next... Yeah, yeah. I, I've I've heard of a hypothetical <laughs> game this is something that Yahtzee of Zero Punctuation wrote about in one of his editorials about like an MMO that starts you off with all the garbage features in the beginning, and then mm-hmm. you you steadily develop just one of those hotkey buttons to <laughs> to g- kind of focus on the idea of becoming good at one thing. Like, knowing what you're good at versus steadily becoming more of a jack-of-all-trades and master-of-none. Right. It, any, anyways, um, uh, speaking of things, there's, there's Fallout Let's 4. Let's just blow through this. not going to be like that, I bet. There you go. There's your segue. Good. Uh, Bethesda has outlined some launch and post-launch plans for Fallout 4. They're talking about a level editor. comes out in January. Um, talking about usual patches Dlc and hopefully good Dlc expansion stuff um they they do make note that they don't know what their first Dlc will be, which might already be be kind of a bad sign but whatever I, maybe, maybe there are also people who would think that would be a good thing because they wouldn't want something that they have planned for the the during the final game to be in the final game whatever whatever the thing in here that actually really interested me was that they mm. are planning those console mods for the PS4 as well Oh, so in oh. E3 they announced that they were doing some some partnerships with Microsoft to have some kind of mod compatibility happening on the Xbox One I guess we won't see how good it is until launch because even they probably can't plan for some weird things players might try to pull on these systems. But later on, as uh, they they outline in this blog post, that it will be coming to PS4 as well. Mm. So, uh, so, so, get your butts ready.
0: My butts ready. Yeah. You know, um. Get your money. Last ready. but not
1: least, did uh, you, you said you like Nintendo stuff, Jimmy? I mean, I haven't watched this yet, so oh, don't okay. say too much. Well, there's there's a cute little video they put out that I thought was fun. Mario myths with Mister Miyamoto, where where he basically answers and asks Mario questions. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I don't know if I want to spoil it anymore because it's only a minute long, and and there there are some things Aww. in there that I would have been like, "Ha, I told <laughs> you, I knew it all along," but but that would be a spoiler. Well, it, anyways probably go watch that it's probably probably cute and it's only a minute so well you can't really like you're not going to get older while you watch it by more than one value of a minute so Mm. you're you're not going to get that much closer to death by by obligating yourself to it i spent at least 45
0: minutes fishing in terraria last night so i can probably spend one minute watching uh something actually entertaining (laughs) right doing something good with my life
1: uh, watching YouTube videos is a good thing to do with your life. Y- you should do it. All, everyone listening should do it 24 seven specifically right. on our channels, which, yeah. which are, you should watch my YouTube videos at <laughs> youtube.com
0: slash gamer. And then follow me on Twitter at SunderCR. CR. For updates on those videos,
2: and then sometimes I tweet at Matt Visual,
0: and you can find him at Matt
2: Visual on the tweeters, on YouTube's, <laughs> and um, everything else. Except Instagram, because someone t- stole Instagram, so I put the oh. Matt Visual instead. Oh, there's a super bunny hop Instagram too. Like, like s- what the? F- like people love that Instagram. I I wasn't into yeah. it. Some people were like make one, make one. So I made one, and then someone took it. So. That sucks. I, th-
1: it doesn't even have anything to do with, like, video games. Is is your Instagram doppelganger, like, like doing someone anything? stealing it from you?
2: Yeah. He's not doing anything, whoever it is. Not, nothing no, at mine all. Mine
1: post fashion photographs...
2: Really? And his name's yeah. Super Bunny Hop. This is amazing. It's just
1: a coincidence. I am I'm, I'm guessing it's like some girl who really likes fashion and they thought Super Bunny Hop would be a cute be a girl? name. Why does
2: it have to girl? Right, it just to be a girl.
1: Cuz how many guys do you know who are super into posting pictures of fashion on Instagram? Um <sighs> There's a anyway, few. Anyway, um
2: No, no, no. Let's go. Let's go back and talk about Sushilen and the Russians. How many do
0: you know? Um, Have a good week, everybody. <laughs> rate us five stars on iTunes.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Goodbye.